Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for good news. And today, as we come and we look and ponder, we, never, we are never amazed. No number of Easter sermons or Easter Sundays can ever capture the lovely good news, the great love, your wonderful faithfulness to us. So we say, Lord, thank you. And may you continue to speak to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me read to you uh, the first three verses of Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 3. And then I'll read to you Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Luke chapter 24, beginning from verse, verse 1. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Let me read to you Genesis chapter 1. Reading from verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Somehow, whenever I come to Easter morning, it feels like it's a new creation. As dawn breaks and the first witnesses to the empty tomb were to arrive, it didn't seem like it's a new creation, good news. It seemed bad news and more bad news for they came to the tomb to pay and do the final rites and the last respect to Jesus which they could not do after he was crucified because as they were taking the body down Sabbath was already looming around the corner. They hurriedly took the body down, put it in the tomb. When the ladies went there, not to welcome the risen Christ, but to do the right thing, as it were. At least they can give their last respects and do the final rites. And they went there, probably they're thinking, how are we going to get past the guards, the tomb? Or maybe they did not know, I don't know, whether they actually knew. But definitely when they went there, more bad news. <laughs> Stone rolled away, empty tomb, what happened? More bad news. And yet, when we look at Genesis, it, was, it is very moody scene, you know. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. 
confusion, chaos, uncertainty, nothing there. But one thing was there. The Spirit of God was hovering, just waiting for the Word of God to speak. God's time, God's love and creation happens. And here we find here, I find the similarities, the metaphors, as I look at these two. And then, while they were perplexed, verse 4, about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel, just like the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters of chaos, confusion, uncertainty, bad news. Here we find the two men standing by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, and the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified on the third day. Rise. And they remembered his words. They remembered his word. As if, like in the Genesis passage, the Spirit of God was hovering and God spoke, Let there be light. And light came. And here, Good Friday, Sabbath, and now the first day of the week, Sunday, early morning, dawn breaks. Bad news upon bad news. The two men were there and they said, and when they spoke, what was the result? What did they speak? They speak of what Jesus said and to us, the scripture, the word, the good news. That Jesus will die and he will rise again on the third day. And this is the third day. They spoke. And, and when God's word is spoken amidst the confusion, the sorrow, the trauma, the trauma of, not, of, of having to experience the Lord dying before their eyes, the trauma of not being able to do the final rites properly, we are all too used to that in COVID, isn't it? How we wished we could do the last rites of the loved ones or friends who have passed away, isn't it? We all feel and we understand a little bit of that, isn't it? And yet there is something bigger than the rites we could not do. It is the love we have. It is the word and the promises of God that God has spoken and in God's time and in God's love, when it comes, we remember He is risen. <laughs> we remember God is with us. We remember the women remembered as if and God said, let there be light, and there was light, and the women remembered. It's a great thing, you know. These things, very easy for me to miss them out because of the familiarity of the Easter passage. As I look on this passage, and as I ponder, and I look at 
It is a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. Forgetting what lies behind and reaching out to what lies ahead, I press on. Sometimes we press on even though we don't have much clarity. And that's exactly what happened to the ladies. They remembered, but still, it didn't make sense. The trauma, the experience, the sadness, the loss, the bereavement, they all seem to be drowning them. And yet, what do you see? What happens in the passage? And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven, to all the rest. There was a list of women there. One woman coming and telling eleven men in that culture at that time was bad enough. Now you have a whole lot of them as if it's the whole women's fellowship of went there. The whole women's fellowship was present there. <laughs> and they were all telling. And in that culture, you know, you do not... Uh, the, the women's witness was not good enough to stand up in court. But they say, very emotionally driven. Uh, no place for facts and, 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 and common sense. Huh? All emotionally driven, you know. Cannot, women cannot. And And... Now you have a whole lot of women's fellowship coming in and barging into the eleven. And then all of them were saying and talking, very excited. What does the scripture record this event as? Verse 11, But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. The whole lot, the leaven, did not believe them. I guess they were just saying the tomb was empty. We met these two and they said, why are you looking for the living among the dead? What does it mean? Come, you know. And they were repeating it many ways, very excited, could not make sense yet. Somehow, even when the eleven did not believe, somehow, when what God has done is born witness to the good things that the Lord has done, and what was the good thing? The women went there. It was an empty tomb. They heard what the angels have spoken to them. Why look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Did he not say this? And they came back and they repeated, they shared what happened in their life. They bore witness to what happened in their life. It sort of sounded nonsense and, you know, babbling of ladies to the men there. But they were faithful to what God has done in their lives. Faithful to the word they have heard and remembered. And they repeated it and in their own way and personalities, even though it sounded like a cacophony of women's fellowship coming in, 
I respect women's fellowship. Women's fellowship don't take umbrage at what I have said and come after me. Okay? But, uh, you know, <laughs> they, and in this context, Peter rose and ran. <laughs> Peter rose and ran. And why is this so emotional for me? He denied his Lord three times. And yet, the disciples still acknowledged him as leader. They didn't throw him out. In all his weaknesses, and yet, that group supported him. They must have seen Jesus' love for Peter in Peter's heart, in Peter's life. They must have seen Peter's love for Jesus in his life and in his ministry. And over and above all the weaknesses, they accepted him because of who Jesus is to Peter and who Peter is to Jesus and who they are to Jesus. They are his followers. Nothing can separate them from the love of God. No trials, no death, no confusions, no disagreements among each other. No failures or backsliding of one another. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. And that gives hope to you and to me. Definitely to me. Peter did not understand, did not believe. But something clicked. It is God's love. And he stood up and he ran to the tomb. <laughs> and we, in our struggles, we do not understand, but we run to Jesus. You know, this, this running uh, brings to me the parables of the lost coin, the lost, you know, uh, sheep and the lost son or the lost family. <laughs> and the father ran. The running too. But here, it is a confused disciple. A disciple who have denied his master. And just like the prodigal was returning, was he returning in that mind frame? We don't know. I'd like to ask Peter when I get to heaven, Peter, when you were running to the tomb, did you feel like the younger son in the parable of the lost? Did you feel like him? You just want to say sorry or you didn't know. But you were hoping but it was this love who Jesus is to him, who he was to Jesus and nothing can separate. So hold on to that, my dear friend. And like the women who continue to speak of the good things that God has done in our lives, the good and mighty works that God's word spoken and became alive in our lives, in our thoughts, in our good works. 
to bear witness to them and it will cut through like a hot knife through butter all the confusion all the trauma all the grief and it will cut right through and it shines bright the passage ends that peter ran to the tomb stooping and looking in he saw the linen clothes by themselves and he went home marveling at what happened closer a bit closer it's like you know in 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 genesis huh? one by one finally the seventh day huh? finally the sixth day you know one by one let there be light let there be let there be and 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 the creation was 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 forming and becoming more and more beautiful and then you know adam and eve and then god saw and he said what it is very good and so in our journey of faith as we come to easter and as we look indeed we are a new creation we are born again hallelujah because of jesus and we want to offer this and share this as the women were as the women came and bore witness we may be sounding like the women to our friends our relatives or even those online watching this service all this may be some babbling and nonsense and yet they cannot deny whether they believe or not they cannot deny how much we believe in jesus they cannot deny the things that only jesus could have done in and through us they cannot deny and we pray that they will come to know jesus more as you will not be satisfied with how much you have known jesus but you want to know him more and more and more may this excitement continue to draw you closer to his word and his spirit and to one another let us continue to meet together as we saw the power of the women coming together i think they must have had a small subcommittee meeting do we go back and tell the men follow all will rubbish us lah never mind must go must tell how can not tell must tell tell what i don't know tell lah what what he has done just tell you know to to go like that and then like peter at times in our walk with god to run to jesus to run to the tomb to run to god's word to run to god's people gathered we may find encouragement and be convinced that christ is seated at the right hand of the father praying for us preparing mansions for us because he is coming again for sure he is coming again The Lord bless you. May you continue to have a blessed season of Easter. Let us pray. A word preached, we thank thee. And now help us so to draw closer to you. And as the women and the disciples and particularly today we see Peter in the midst of the bewilderment, the confusion the marvel and yet 
they've been able to draw closer to you and become in the process more like you more like the body of Christ where Christ is the head of the body may it ever be so in our lives thank you lord in jesus name we pray amen christ is risen hallelujah hallelujah